flexmuscle.com brings you Quantum Physiques, building strength and power for your mind, your body, and your spirit. Alternative medicine, muscle growth, mood enhancement, motivation, putting your mind at ease, harnessing your maximum potential. Quantum Physiques, here's your host, Brian Cunningham. And welcome to another episode of Quantum Physiques, where we strive to build strength and power for mind, body, and spirit. I want to welcome everybody to the show. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham. Of course, um, just want to give a shout out to uh, some of the fans uh, or I guess listeners, students, I guess really, because we're all students that post on Facebook, that get into the conversations on the threads, um, you know, Danny G, um, you know, Adele, of course, Professor, Dr. Professor Andrew, um, who else? Connor, Mark, um, there's so many guys out there that are actually contributing. And I think you guys are giving me some good feedback. I really appreciate that uh, to keep this show, I guess, on topic as to what you guys are looking for. Uh, somebody did post something about the um, the Iraqi dinar. That's right. Remember how I was saying that um, there are a lot, I have it from good sources now, and I was very skeptical for many years. I had heard about this a while ago and I did not believe it. But just like I didn't believe the whole thing about buying precious metals, I got to say that, you know, I trade stocks commodities and I've been buying a lot of gold miners. Uh, these are the mining stocks in particular. Uh, GDXJ is an ETF that is a composite of the mining stocks. Those are junior miners. GDX is uh, the seniors and then SLV is for silver and they've gone up significantly guys. So this whole idea of uh, precious metals jumping because the dollar is going to collapse because the Fed is printing um, dollars like to monopoly money basically um, is definitely a good idea. Another thing too is the Iraqi dinar. I mentioned that. I'm not really sure exactly where to find that. I think you'd have to go to a local bank that deals with foreign currency. Maybe try Googling it. That might help. Uh, might be something to look into. You know, for um, new listeners, and again, a lot of guys here or a lot of people listening are experienced. You know, this is definitely, uh, you know, a high-end show for people that are advanced. But I do want to make this for beginners. Just today, my aunt and I were actually having lunch at Whole Foods. And she's like, you know, I had IBS for many years and I got off all the allergens like you told me to. I began taking probiotics and it's almost all gone. And I'm like, that's great, Angela. And that's like a baby step. Uh, you know, her name is Angela. And I'm like, you know, you really need to do one of those baby steps every month. And she's like, well, you got to help me with my memory now because I almost crashed into a motorcyclist and I lost my dentures and my glasses and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, you need to start really like taking steps towards preventing the aging process or the inflammation process because as everybody knows, inflammation, disease, aging, it's all part and parcel of the same thing. And definitely exercise, healthy diet, supplementation, aggressive supplementation, and of course, um, you know, mind-body connection, uh, stress management, whatever you want to call it, is really critical. So I would encourage all newbies out there, you know, who might want to tune in because someone, one of the guys here recommends your mom listen, like, you know, like my aunt Angela, you know, go to DrOz.com. It's a great place to start. You know, you can go there, look at his recommendations. Uh, it's the same things we've said on this show, of course, maybe not as aggressive, but fish oil, magnesium, high doses of, um, of turmeric or curcumin, just Today on Dr. Oz, actually, they had these couples that were having problems in their lifestyle in the kitchen because the wife has taken all of Oz's recommendations and the husband can't stand the food now. Uh, for example, everything is yellow, the guy was saying. It's like, oh, she sprinkles turmeric on everything. And she's like, well, I don't know how much to spray because sprinkle because Dr. Oz says, you know, you need to put a lot of it on there. The body doesn't absorb it, of course. 
she's on the money. She's definitely in the right direction. That's one thing. We had an entire show on that and how it's easier to make a smoothie. You can actually make a turmeric smoothie where you can put in like 5,000 milligrams or five grams of turmeric in a smoothie, make it taste great, add some coconut oil, maybe some fish oil or whatever you want to, to make it more fat soluble and uh, hopefully reap the benefits of that. So that's a great place to start for all those newbies out there. It would be like something like Dr. Oz, of course. Um, Mercola.com is another great place to start reading up on. You have to become a student, obviously. But you know, the one thing that like Oz and Mercola um, do stress uh, 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 on their shows or on their websites, but don't really want you to follow through. It's almost like the great secret. It's like the great secret of Oprah and Dr. Oz in particular. Uh, Oprah devotes a lot of time to this secret. Uh, she has guys like Eckhart Tolle on, um, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer. And that secret is that the best thing you can do for your health would be to stop watching Oprah and Dr. Oz because when you understand the essence of what this secret is that they're actually getting at with all these different shows, you realize that they are part of the very thing that is the antithesis of what they're recommending you do. And what is that? That is to disconnect to start tuning in to yourself. Again, we want to disconnect from ourselves. We want to tune out of ourselves by tuning into the TV, by tuning into Oprah and her drama or, you know, Dr. Oz and whatever he recommends, you know, and the irony of it all is of course the paradox, which is what this show is devoted to is that we need to slow down that steamroller of tuning out of our bodies and tuning into something else outside of us and reverse it and start tuning back into ourselves by tuning out of TV, of Facebook, of all these multitude of distractions that really disconnect us from our bodies actually. And that's part and partial of why this show for fitness oriented people uh, is, is so important because again, you realize that as a fitness enthusiast, as a physical culture enthusiast, you realize that you're already on step one of making that connection. Eckhart Tolle talks about the fact that awareness or presence or enlightenment comes through your body, not by ignoring your body. And again, as we've said many times, when you're doing you know, a 300 pounds stiff-legged deadlift, you are extremely present. Uh, and that's one of the great things that you know, Dr. Oz would not tell you but he does say that in not so many words on every show. Stress management, reduce stress, tune into yourself, meditate. That's the one word they don't want to use, of course, because it's so unpopular. It has a lot of negative connotations. But, um, you know, I swear, I, I could write a chapter in a book about Buddha in the gym or consciousness in the gym because I swear. And you people who spend time in the gym, you know this. Even with the music blasting in your ears and, you know, you want to get amped up, you want to get the adrenals pumping out those hormones before you start, you know, squatting or deadlifting or benching some heavy weights, there's still... I was aware of this recently, even with the music blasting and your brain and your body tuned up for maximum performance, you do zone in, you zone into a presence and awareness of like the kinesthetic chain of what's exactly going on inside your body actually. It's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, for example, right, everyone knows this, try pushing 15 reps of a heavy weight when your body's screaming to you that 12 is the maximum you can do. You know that's mind body like nobody else can experience. And you know when you will it to be done, when you will your body to go past what it's screaming at you is possible. It says 12, screw that, you know you're getting 15 and you get the 15. That's the practice of presence.
There's an intelligence there now, of course, that most people don't have, but I think lifters do, to know intuitively that you can get those 15 reps and not hurt yourself, right? A lot of like so-called quote-unquote weekend warriors or people that are not tuned in, they're the ones that have a higher propensity for having injuries because they're in there and they're not really aware of what they're doing. But, you know, me, for example, in spite of having, you know, a car accident, a motorcycle accident, um, a, a kung fu accident, having three or four knee surgeries, a torn muscle in my knee, I'm still squatting, deadlifting, heavyweights, uh, injury-free in the gym. Never had an injury in the gym, actually, in probably over 20 years of working out. And I really think it's because of that a presence, that intelligence that you tune, right, by every, every rep, every set. And it's that intelligence that makes you realize what's going on inside your body. Now, again, I'm not saying that people have injuries. You're not doing that. I'm not in any way saying that. But I do think that there is some truth in what I'm saying here, that everyone here listening has at some point experienced this where, wow, it's pretty amazing how I'm able to push past my pain zone and, you know, year after year, month after month, make progress or, or keep my progress or keep these gains in the gym and not hurt myself actually. There's definitely something going on there. It's like that zone between being lazy and injuring yourself. And both of the, both of those extremes are ego driven. That's the thing. Get this. It's the ego driven self-destruct mechanism that has you pushing past the intelligent spot where you know you should quit. You know, where those fibers begin to tear before you know it, it precipitates in an injury. And it's also the ego that that's the lazy part telling you, don't go to the gym. Now you're here, don't push hard. Take it easy. Go over to the water fountain, right? Go have a protein shake. It's that intelligence, that presence that makes you transcend both the lazy ego and the self-destruct ego. So I'm telling you guys and, and girls, there is so much wisdom here that physical culturists, that you know, fitness enthusiasts have by going to the gym. If you can just take that awareness now that you know this into the gym with you and appreciate just exactly how sacred it really is to be out there you know, tuning into to yourself as you work out, I think you'll definitely agree that this is the one secret Dr. Oz probably doesn't want us to really understand other than his you know, super, superficial uh, exposés on exercise. He doesn't really get into the fact that you're better off tuning out of all these shows, going to the gym, you know, putting on some headphones if you want to or whatever, and just tuning into you know, your neuromuscular innovations to the matrix inside of you. Because by tuning into that matrix inside of you, you'll definitely start tuning into the matrix outside as well, much more um, accurately than if you just go around like everybody else, you know? So stay tuned. We're going to finally do that part two on intermittent fasting, that controversial article written on Marcola. We'll be right back after a quick break. Uh, This is Quantum Physiques here at rxmuscle.com. If you train hard, you need to recover hard. Training elevates cortisol, but so does stress and tension. Stress is the number one health risk you face today. And not only causes you to put on abdominal fat, but it's also one of the contributing factors in the top six causes of death, which includes heart disease and cancer. But now you can relieve that stress, rebuild, recover, and feel great with fast-acting Gabitrol. Gabitrol works quickly to help you improve relaxation and recovery, reduce cortisol, elevating stress, and reduce binge eating. Plus, Gabitrol will also help you to get that deep, restful sleep. Warriors are built, not born. And now you can build a better body with fast-acting Gabitrol. Recommended by New York Times number one best-selling author, Dr. John Gray. Gabitrol is available now at rxstress.com. 
High Protein Bread is the official bread of RX Muscle. Are you looking to incorporate more protein into your meals or just want to enjoy bread again? Then look no further. Try the 100% natural P28 High Protein Bread. P28 High Protein Bread is a formulated revolutionary breakthrough product. Packed with whey protein isolate, 14 grams of protein per slice, 12 grams of carbs, 8 essential amino acids, and made with 100% whole wheat. Fear bread no more. Build a better body with P28. Order today at highproteinbread.com. P28 is also now available at bodybuilding.com and many other retailers. Order now, highproteinbread.com. P28 Bread, RX Muscle approved. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk. Fusion Bodybuilding, bodybuilding's strongest supplements. Head over to FusionBodybuilding.com today. Quest Bars from Quest Nutrition is Dave Palumbo's favorite protein bar. It's the only bar that's not simply a candy bar in disguise. There's no sugar or sugar alcohols, no soy, and zero trans fat. Quest Bars contain only the highest grade protein from whey and milk protein isolates. Quest Bars are also the lowest carb bar available, only 4 to 5 grams, and they all come from nuts. Quest Bars are also gluten-free. Quest Bars were specifically made for people People who are serious about their physiques and who want the highest quality ingredients. Best of all, they taste great. Learn more about Quest Bars by visiting QuestProteinBar.com and try them out for yourself. Check out QuestProteinBar.com now. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise. Up to the minute news and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q and As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site RX Muscle Place. Visit rxmuscle.com and welcome back to Quantum Physiques. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, where we strive again on the show to build strength and power for mind, body, and spirit. Of course, uh, on our last topic uh, for stress, um, I got a, a few people here actually commenting on the fact that meditation in a bottle, Gabatrol, they actually say it really does help them. So I want to give a shout out to one of my loyal listeners, Connor, for um, actually giving me some good feedback on that, buddy. I really appreciate that. Uh, if anybody wants to get a free sample, go to uh, Gabatrol.com and give us a call and it would definitely hook you guys up, uh, listeners, only for a free sample. So this controversial article here in Intermittent Fasting, now, of course, this has been, uh, I guess, the rage now on the internet, with, along with paleo as well, too. But the idea that our ancestors, our paleolithic ancestors, probably didn't eat all day and that our physiology, of course, is better adapted for uh, going through long windows of fasting every day. There's been some science, of course, supporting uh, this, that you know, intermittent fasting can help reduce oxidative stress, which everybody knows is very damaging to the body. It can, um, fasting can increase insulin sensitivity and mitochondrial energy efficiency. These are two very critical things, not just for physique athletes, but for anybody who wants to stay younger, longer, and, and reduce the chances of getting diseases. 
Um, fasting can also increase capacity to resist stress, disease, and aging. Believe it or not, I've even seen studies that people who fast um, or people who are, uh, I guess, fasted tend to be more positive, tend to be happier. Uh, so it can affect your emotional well-being as well. Because, of course, if you think about it, an organism that's hungry needs to be curious and amped up to get out there and hunt and explore its environment. Whereas, you know, a fat, stuffed, um, you know, totally happy uh, individual is less likely to get out there and do anything about it. Or someone who even maybe is depressed or whatever, as an example too, right? Uh, it's kind of funny how pain is... The pain of hunger, again, I said, you know, the driving whip of evolution is pain, of course. And that pain is really the one key feeling that most organisms have used to carve evolution into their very DNA. Um, and again, DNA is just a memory of, of times past, right? It's just a memory of what happened to our ancestors so that we can unravel that code into our manifesting bodies and know what to do, know how to fear heights, know how to fear lions, but be okay around babies and puppies as an example, right? This is all instinctual. But it's just funny how, um, you know, like when people are hungry, they're happier. And pain, again, is a great motivator for life. Pain is really what keeps us alive, if you think about it. And it's interesting that Eckhart Tolle, of course, refers to the pain body as that manifestation of, of ego, in essence, too. It's the one that keeps us here, but also keeps us going. So back to fasting, um, a lot of different varieties. It seems like this author, I guess uh, he is the guru, Ori Hoffmeckler on Mercola. This again is the same guy who said that whey protein was toxic. And again, I don't want to do any ad hominem attacks, but um, that did seem to be a little bit of an inappropriate uh, overgeneralization on whey protein. Um, so from that, with that being said, um, you know, Ori here is advocating only doing a certain kind of fasting. And that is basically at least, it seems like 16 to 18 hours. Um, the reason being, of course, that after six hours, um, you need about six hours before your GI tract clears the food and you're actually in a true fasted state. And then, of course, from that, you need another somewhere between... I guess 10 to 12 hours. So that puts the entire fast somewhere between, I guess, 16 to 18 hours as the amount to upregulate all those protective mechanisms in your body that help you to get all the benefits out of it. Now, it goes back here and says that historically, it seems like our ancestors ate at night. Uh, our body is actually programmed, according to him, to eat at night. As he says here, all your activities, including feeding, are controlled by your autonomic nervous system, which operates around your circadian clock. During the day, your sympathetic nervous system, the SNS, puts your body in an energy-spending active mode, whereas during the night, your parasympathetic nervous system puts your body in an energy-replenished, relaxed, and sleepy mode. These two parts of your autonomic nervous system complement each other like yin and yang. Your sympathetic nervous system, which is stimulated by fasting and exercise, it keeps you alert and active with an increased capacity to resist stress and hunger throughout the day. And your parasympathetic system, which is stimulated by your nightly feeding, makes you relaxed and sleepy, which is a better with a better capacity to digest and replenish nutrients throughout the night. This is how your autonomic nervous system operates under normal conditions. Now, he says that this system is highly vulnerable to disruption, to disruption. So, of course, if you're eating at the wrong times, you're going to mess it up, basically. Um, you know, a lot of people having large meals during the day, you're going to inhibit 
the sympathetic nervous system and instead turn on the parasympathetic system, which will make you feel sleepy and fatigued rather than alert and active during those working hours. Now, I had thought actually that it was having too many carbs um, because carbs elevate insulin and that can make you feel sleepy. Maybe even something like tryptophan-rich protein foods too, I'd heard, can make you sleepy. So this just adds to my confusion about what's really going on. But he says here now, if you do this, instead of spending energy and burning fat during the day, you're going to start storing energy and gaining fat. So this is a lose-lose situation, which most normal people and most people on fasting programs fail to recognize. So apparently what he's saying here now is that you're best off having like one meal a day, having at least 14 to 16 hours of net fasting time um, and that basically will give you maximum benefits. Now, he also recommends here something that I thought was interesting, um, which is to, to have certain nutrient-dense foods that are rich in antioxidants and anti-inflammatory nutrients. They target the, the same genes as, as fasting, and they induce similar effects that you get um, from fasting. He specifically states that these high-quality nutrient-dense foods, number one, whey protein, number two, green vegetables, and number three, berries, um, are the ones you want to focus on. But you need, of course, to know how much you're allowed to consume and how often. These are fast-simulating foods that nourish your body without taxing your digestion, and they will enhance the anti-inflammatory and metabolic modulating effects that you get from fasting. They increase your body's antioxidant defenses, of course, um, and they also basically uh, protect you from oxidative stress. So, undenatured whey protein, vegetables, uh, green vegetables, and berries. And berries, of course, have a variety of nutrients like polyphenols, flavones, resveratrol, cyanidins, indoles, um, you know, and then, of course, the proteins have leucine, branched amino acids, of course. Uh, and then again, they target some of the key genes like the CERT1 gene, which is the longevity gene, and also uh, transcriptional co-activator PGC1-alpha, which is known to counteract oxidative stress and inflammatory pathways that are associated with declined health and increased mortality. So that's basically what he's saying. Now, he says as far as how much and how often, you want to have a small serving of whey protein, 20 to 30 grams, uh, every three to six hours. Uh, or similarly, you can have eight ounces of berries or green vegetables, such as a freshly squeezed green vegetable juice every three to six hours. Now he says, he claims that um, they will not negatively affect your body's energy balance. In other words, he says that by having this, it will still keep you in a fasting state. Now I wondered exactly how accurate this was. It kind of caught my attention about that. And so I did post up on one of our resident experts who's been really good with contributing to the show and has got a phenomenal blog actually. Again, of course, Adele, Professor Dr. Andro. And he was saying, what was he saying here now? Some of his arguments. He says, definitely he agrees about, you know, you need to fast for a certain amount of hours to, uh, I guess, have positive effects. But if you go longer, fasting for more than, say, 18 hours will have more net negative than positive effects. Um, he said, obviously, um, what was he saying here? Tiny amounts about whey could be good. 
but he says 20 or 30 grams of whey protein will cause exactly cause your insulin to skyrocket. You have to understand that, you know, whey protein has insulinogenic amino acids like leucine, for example. And, um, you know, depending on how much typically whey protein has got quite a bit of leucine in there. So that will elevate insulin. And once insulin goes up, growth hormone, all those other, you know, metabolic, I guess, factors go down basically. So, um, and then again, you know, any kind of juice, like eight ounces of berries, definitely there's going to be a lot of sugar in there. I would think that alone would definitely cause problems. Uh, so I take it uh, on good measure that um, Dr. Andro definitely seems to know a little bit more about this. And I think his points are aligned with what I think too, that, you know, these, these recommendations that already was given are a little bit out of, out of the norm for me, out of my comfort zone. Um, I do think Adele's alternatives made a lot of sense. Um, for example, branch chain amino acids. You could have, you know, probably a certain amount of those three to five grams, somewhere around there of mixed BCAAs. Uh, you'd actually be been below the threshold of them causing an insulinogenic response. Uh, green tea is another one. Coffee is something that, that both Ori and Professor Andrew have recommended. I think that's great. Now, it's kind of funny on the uh, comment section on Mercola for this article, a lot of people were chiming in about the uh, mycotoxins in coffee. Apparently, in this community, maybe even the paleo community at large, there's some concern that a lot of coffee has got mold uh, contamination and that causes mycotoxins to accumulate so people aren't getting the full benefits of that. I actually asked um, you know Adele, Professor Andrew about that and did some research myself too and you know I'm of the opinion and I think Adele agrees with me that the um, process of roasting the beans up to somewhere around 500 degrees uh, that's pretty much going to you know destroy a lot of um, cellular proteins. So I really don't think that, you know, those mycoplasms uh, or mycotoxins are really going to remain intact after being roasted at 500 degrees. So I think that's kind of a misnomer. Again, you know, yeah, it's unfortunate. There's so much controversy about what's good and what's bad, what's dangerous and all that kind of stuff out there. And uh, some people just definitely don't have their information right. So, Professor Andrew goes on, and again, this is on his blog. I'll post a link to it on, on the uh, Quantum Physiques page on Facebook. The conclusion that it must be one meal only, which is what Mercola had posted up there with Ori's article, uh, it just has to be at least 12 to 16 hours of fasting. In other words, he says that multiple meals in that window uh, would probably be better for us that are trying to you know, put on some muscle, of course, because you're not going to be able to consume enough calories for your, for your daily requirement just by having one meal. So I think that's a good point that um, the idea of having just one meal, what Ori said, doesn't really make too much sense, actually. you know. Um, for coffee, I definitely am a big fan of having coffee in the morning. There's been a lot of recent uh, studies coming out on the benefits of caffeine. So I definitely stand corrected uh, as far as thinking it was, uh, even though it is a pesticide, a naturally occurring pesticide, it seems like uh, for, for human beings, at least it does have a lot of benefits. Adding coconut oil, I think is something good because it does give some calories, especially for those who are lean already. Uh, I don't want to lose too much muscle and having a little bit of those uh, MCTs, medium chain triglycerides found in coconut oil. First of all, it makes the coffee taste delicious. But second of all, it definitely helps to, um, I think, preserve, you know, maybe energy balance as far as shifting more fatty acid, um, 
you know, being metabolized versus say amino acids or protein basically, you know, so that's basically uh, it. I think as far as that article, I think I lean towards looking at that with skepticism and, um, you know, it seems like Professor Andrew's recommendations make more sense that the fasting in general is a great idea. 16 to 18 hours would yield you roughly, I guess, 10 to 12 hours of true fast. Um, you know, you'd, you could have coffee if you wanted to with or without coconut oil, obviously not adding any sugar or, or dairy to that. Uh, you'd, you could have some branched amino acids. Now, I think the key there with the BCAAs was to take a little bit of glutamine, maybe even like say one or two grams of glutamine could also um, enhance the effect. I actually take taurine myself as well. Again, that's one amino acid that um, Adele is a big fan of is taurine. So I, I do a little cocktail of like say taurine, BCAAs and glutamine in the morning when I'm in the middle of my fast, basically uh, I have that before my coffee. That may be something to consider. But as far as the berries and the green juices and stuff, you know, I'll leave those for when I break the fast, which again would be typically in the afternoon for me. And, um, you know, I might have something like, I, I'm really a big fan of raw milk. I like to have raw milk with some high protein Icelandic yogurt that's got no sugar in it. Add some raw cacao, some raw goji berries, some whey protein. Um, and you got a pretty good meal right there. It's a good way to break the fast. And then maybe a couple hours later, I'll have another meal, hit the gym, have a shake, and then another meal after that, and I'm done for the day. It's three meals and a shake. Uh, I can't say I'm putting out a lot of weight. I'm definitely uh, not where I want to be, so I probably got to figure out some way of jamming in more calories, I guess. But that's uh, the struggle we all go through. So if anyone has any questions on this, by all means, you can uh, post on the thread. Uh, I'd like to see this conversation continue. And I want to thank you for tuning in. This, again, has been Quantum Physiques here on rxmuscle.com. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham. Stay tuned next week. We're going to get part two of the anabolic statin uh, steroid controversy. A lot of people posted on Facebook, thought it was kind of like crazy, couldn't believe it. I want to get a Q&A going with um, Dr. John Doe on that one, so definitely come back next week. Thanks for tuning in and uh, see you then. Quantum Physics with Brian Cunningham is dedicated to harnessing the power of the holy grail of health, fitness, lifestyle, and success. And you'll hear Quantum Physics every Wednesday evening only on Rx Muscle.